Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yeah, we're here. We did... uh we did play hooky again this past Sunday, but we're back for, I guess, another midweek edition of the Miller Frost podcast. Of course, I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. And I hope everyone out there is having a grand gay old time this week. I know you woke folk down for the struggle are definitely having a grand, gay old time celebrating Woke Black History Month. Even if you only get 28 days to do it, you're going to make the most of what you got. And on last Wednesday's podcast, speaking of Woke Black History Month, Starbucks, they had sent me a virtue signaling email, wanted to show how down for the struggle They are with their black employees, but they are not alone, folks. I got another one, this one from Columbia Sportswear. And when I opened it up, it said, Rev it up, Bubba Wallace collection. So I guess Bubba Wallace of Woke NASCAR, he has himself a clothing line over there at Columbia. Now with this one, I did click on the link, took a look at what he was offering up, but no, folks, I did not see a noose for sale on Columbia Sportswear. He's cashing in, just not on that. And I also saw, not that they sent me an email, but I was on the Apple website eyeing up some new Apple products and Apple For $99, they will sell you a Black Unity braided solo loop. That goes on your Apple Watch. And I'm sure they'll sell you both. And don't you worry, Queens, because I know what you're thinking. They have a Pride Edition braided solo loop for you as well. And it's also $99. Both of them, I think, are a ripoff. But I know how you people like to virtue signal. You'll pay whatever it takes to be able to do that. And yes, you Tesla owners out there, I am talking to you. But as I like to say, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy. And before we jump into things, folks, we finally got around to watching Coming Out Colton on Netflix. Now, I told you folks, it would take a lot of beer for us to get to that point, or at least for me to get to that point, to actually start watching that thing. 
So we gave it a shot, at least for a little bit. But folks, there is no amount of booze that can make watching that thing tolerable. And to tell you how bad it was, now folks, we made it about 10 minutes watching Mayor Pete, watching Pete and Justin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Indiana. We made it about 10 minutes into that. We might have made it a couple of minutes with this cluster blank of a show. So you know it's bad when I can put up with 10 minutes of Pete and Justin Buttigieg, again, that low-ranked queen from Indiana, and barely a couple with that new gaby, Colton Underwood, and Goose Kentworthy. Watching those two clowns, I hate to say this, folks, but it made me embarrassed to be gay. And as I've said many times before on this podcast, I thank God every day that I'm gay. I was more embarrassed over this show than anything the Tiger Queen could ever do on his worst day. Now, having said that, and don't fall out of your chair, white boy Malcolm X, but I, maybe possibly, kind of, sort of, feel bad for Colton Underwood. I do. I, maybe possibly, kind of, sort of, do feel bad for Colton Underwood. That kid is a blithering idiot. I would call him as dumb as a box of rocks, but I don't want to insult a box of rocks for the comparison. He is completely self-unaware. I have no doubt that he thinks he's coming out of this smelling like a rose, but he should have never, ever, ever, ever done this show. He should have just kept his mouth closed, let people trash him, and just ignored it instead of putting on this crap and removing all doubt as to how much of a vainglorious queen he really is. And Goose Kentworthy, you are supposed to be Colton's guide, his escort, his mentor, his pimp, And you failed. Well, maybe not on the whole pimping Colton out part. But you failed miserably. You had two jobs. Sit there and look pretty. And make sure that Colton didn't come off as a complete douchebag. Epic failure, Gus. Epic failure. And you want to break out in Hollywood. As if your wooden performance in American Horror Story... That wasn't enough to kill off any acting career you were dreaming of after this train wreck? Not happening. I don't care how good of a Lewinsky you give. Hang it up. Gus, you'll be lucky to get into D-list porn at this point. So let's go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one is from the New York Post. Roger Goodell, NFL to seek outside help or unacceptable lack of diverse head coaches. So I guess just over a week ago, last Tuesday, former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores 
he filed a class action lawsuit against the woke NFL and all 32 teams alleging discrimination in the hiring process. The league, again, the woke NFL, they shot down the suit and they claimed that diversity is core to everything we do. They also claimed that they have been following the Rooney Rule since 2003, which requires teams to interview at least two external minority candidates for head coaching jobs. Flores, though, he alleges when he was interviewing with the New York Giants that they were simply checking off a box in hosting him after he says the job was already filled. And so Roger Goodell, he's the head queen running the woke NFL. He released a memo on Saturday, and this is what that said. We will evaluate and examine all policies, guidelines, and initiatives related to diversity, equity, and inclusion, including as they relate to gender. We are retaining outside experts to assist in this review and will also solicit input from current and former players and coaches, advocates, and other authorities in this area. Our goal is simple. Make our efforts and those of the clubs more effective so that real and tangible results will be achieved. And just for you woke folk out there, who like to count skin tones, there is only, currently, one black head coach in the woke NFL. That is Pittsburgh's Mike Tomlin. So white boy Malcolm X, the woke NFL has a diversity problem. Poor Brian Flores, he's claiming that the Giants were just checking off a box, and Roger, again folks, the head queen over there at the Woke NFL, he wants to bring someone in to do an assessment. See how woke or unwoke they are currently because they can't seem to find any, any qualified BIPOC coaches. So I'm thinking, white boy Malcolm X, and you folks out there, that there is only one person out there who can get to the bottom of this, who can find out just how down for the struggle the woke NFL is. You all know who I'm talking about. He has a pen. He has a clipboard. He has a lot of boxes that clearly, at least in this case, need to be checked. So our our very own queen with a clipboard will have to go in and do an assessment for the woke NFL. And I can totally see that, folks. I can see that queen with her clipboard and her pen with an assembled mass of NFL coaches and owners. Hello, everyone. I have been brought in by Roger Goodell to do an assessment of NFL coaching hiring practices. I have a pen. I have a clipboard. I have a lot of boxes I clearly need to check. Now, who are my coaches? Can you raise your hands, please? Oh, only one black guy. A lot of white people in here, I see. Now, we need more diversity, so we really only have two choices. I can fire about half the white people here. Or, calm down now out there, we can look for some diversity. Would anyone here like to identify as Hispanic? 
while the confused looks. Oh, sorry. I forgot I was dealing with a bunch of snooty white liberals. Would anyone in here like to identify as Latinx? It's okay, folks. Elizabeth Warren does it, so you can too. Two people? Thank you, I can check that box. Anyone in here like to identify as black? Capital B Black. Anyone, anyone. Again, it's okay, folks. If a sitting U.S. senator can lie about her race, you can too. I just need to check a box here. Three more hands. My, look at all the diversity in the woke NFL. See, Roger, I told you this was easy. I'm sorry, but why is everyone getting up? No, I'm sorry. We are not done here. Yes, we have more racial diversity, but folks, go woke or go home. I have more boxes to check. Does anyone in here identify as being in the LGBTQ plus community? Anyone, anyone? How about gay? Anyone in here gay? If you are, you might get to bang Carl Nassib. Although, let's be frank, he looks like a total top. I'm sure we can get him to bang you, though. You can get it like Ronan Rubenstein on a Friday night in Los Angeles. Anyone? Okay, how about bisexual? Anyone here a part-time member? Anyone, anyone? Is anyone questioning? Anyone in here gender fluid? Anyone have super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns? Good. Keep it to yourself if you do. Nobody wants to hear about that anyway. How about transgender? Anyone a lady in disguise? Anyone? Now, folks, if I don't get to check any of these boxes, I am going to have to release my report saying that woke NASCAR is more diverse than the woke NFL. Now, does anyone here really want to be known as more intolerant than those rednecks at woke NASCAR? I didn't think so. Now, let's start with the easy ones. Not too difficult on these. Anyone here questioning? I don't care what you're questioning. I just need someone who's questioning. Two people. Wonderful. See how easy that is? Anyone in here up for part-time status? You're still benefits eligible, but you only need to commit half the time. Anyone? Anyone? No one? Who here is married to a woman? Oh, I see lots of hands. I bet you if I took out my phone and opened up Grinder, I'd see about ten married but discreet men within 50 feet. So let me ask that again. Anyone in here up for part-time status? Five of you. Check that box. Thank you very much. That wasn't so hard now, was it? My, what a wonderfully diverse group I see here at the Woke NFL. We have more color than ever before. We have more LGBTQ representation than ever before. You are all clearly woke and down for the struggle. Thank you. That's kind of how I see it anyway. If it's one person, folks, that can bring out the woke, help these sports leagues, check off a lot of diversity boxes, it's our queen with a clipboard to the rescue 
once more. From Boston.com, District 1 City Council candidates apologize for past racist, homophobic language in social media posts. So here in Boston, or I should say down there in Boston, in District 1, running for the Boston City Council, you have two candidates, Gabriela Coletta and Tanya Del Rio. So last Tuesday on Woke Twitter, screenshots of Facebook posts from Gabriela Coletta showing her using the N-word and homophobic language from between December 2008 and July of 2011, when she was a teenager, they magically showed up, according to the Boston Globe. Tanya, her rival, her opponent, she rushed out soon thereafter with a statement saying that those comments were hurtful to the black community and to the LGBTQ plus community. She also said, these communities are all too familiar with similar rhetoric in their daily lives and how this rhetoric breeds animosity, hate, and violence. Words matter. So soon after she released that statement, again on woke Twitter, screenshots from her Facebook feed where she wrote homophobic and racist language about 15 years ago. That also magically appeared up there on woke Twitter. What's the phrase? People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Or is it karma is a bitch? Don't you just love these hysterical leftist chicks down for the struggle who wind up being a bunch of vile human beings at least when they were younger. And you just gotta love how social media comes back to haunt them, comes back to get every last one of them in the end. Now, as I have said many times on this podcast, this gotcha game of digging things up from people's past is just, it's absurd. But to the woke folk out there, and I'm sure Gabriella Coletta and Tanya Del Rio are part of that, but they love to play that game. At least Tanya did, until she got hoisted with her own petard. I just... I cannot wrap my head around going onto social media and dropping the N-word like a lot of these good, woke leftists did when they were kids. I know I'm white. I know I'm from South Carolina. But that was not a word you ever used in our house. Ever. And to tell you a quick story about that, my younger brother, he thought he could get away with it. But Mama Frost, folks, And she'd probably be in jail for child abuse if she tried that today. But Mama Frost, she stuck, literally folks, she stuck a bar of soap in my younger brother's mouth. Washed his mouth out with soap for dropping the N-word. Now I'm sure they think dropping the N-word, they think it's cool, it's all gangsta or whatever. But man, does that chicken come home to roost Every single time. And I think even Joe Rogan, poor Joe Rogan, they are after him like no other. Even he's getting spanked for dropping that word quite a few times on his podcast. 
So you ladies, Gabriella and Tanya, you have fun virtue signaling as you stab each other over who's the biggest racist and homophobe. And to all you poor saps in the first district down there in Boston, good luck. If this is the best you folks can do for representation on the Boston City Council, looks like you're going to need it. Speaking of digging things up from the past, though, how's this from the post-millennial? Flashback. New York Mayor Eric Adams used racial slur against white people in newly unearthed clip. So I guess New York City Mayor Eric Adams, back in 2019, he, well, I would say allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, but it's right there in a video. But he called his fellow popo, at least the white ones, he called them crackers. And this is what he said. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. Man, I was unbelievable in the police department with 100 blacks in law enforcement. Well, uh, okay then. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, okay. I mean, Whitey has been called worse. A lot worse. And you folks know what I'm talking about. But, I mean, let's just say it. I don't see the issue here. It's perfectly fine to trash white people. Whitey sucks, and everyone knows that Whitey sucks. Eric, Mr. Mayor, he is just stating the obvious. And frankly, I don't really give a crap. He can call me a cracker all day, every day, so long as he cleans up New York City. Bring it back to what it once was. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. I'm going to skip this one. It's from the New York Post. CNN facing calls to fire Brian Stelter for not exposing Zucker Gullist affair. And Brian Stelter, for all you regular listeners, that is creepy George Costanza. Put that guy in a trench coat, put him next to an elementary school, 
you've got yourself a pedophile. But I guess Brian, who is the chief media correspondent over there at Woke CNN, he did not tattletale on his boss. So some CNN insider, probably a millennial Gen Z brat who didn't get a participation trophy for showing up to work on time, they ran and complained to the Daily Mail. And this is what they said. The network needs to step up and fire Brian Stelter. He is allegedly our top media reporter, yet he failed to report on the scoop that everyone in the office knew. And if he wants to say he didn't know, he is truly terrible at his job. That we know. That we definitely know. Creepy George Costanza sucks at his job. And since I said I was going to skip this, but I'm still talking about it, apparently, I'll just say this and we'll move on. That is a real viper's den over there at Woke CNN. A pervert palace between those two pedophiles and Don Lemon playing Smell My Fingers with some poor beleaguered straight guy out there on Long Island. And a viper's den with all the constant backstabbing. Creepy George Costanza being the latest in a long, long, long line of people with knives in their back over there at Woke CNN. But you kids over there at Woke CNN, you have fun with that. From the Wall Street Journal, Bradley Cooper, Benedict Cumberbatch, and the golden age of nude men. Hollywood's male stars aren't scared of full frontal nudity anymore. So I saw this headline, folks, and I'm thinking, Bradley Cooper, world-renowned gay-for-pay actor Benedict Cumberbatch, and I guess others, showing their man meat on camera. And so I'm like, why are they doing this? Is it, perhaps, in the name of equity? We see lots of hoo-hoos in movies these days. Is it not equitable to have some man meat as well? But then I saw this line, which cleared up my confusion. The sight of naked male stars can shock in ways that female nudity no longer does, making for the kind of edginess that Hollywood loves. Yeah, those girls in Hollywood are so edgy. And not to get you high school teachers out there too excited and know nothing about fresh teacher bait. Teacher bait, teacher bait, teacher bait. Settle down out there, you high school teachers. What have I told you a thousand times? There is no fresh teacher bait here on the Miller Frost podcast. Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, less little Timmy with two chest hairs. But speaking of Sebastian Stan, a man's man, if there ever was one, He is apparently, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, appearing naked in a Hulu series, Pam and Tommy, which I guess is about Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. But before you get too excited out there, and I know he's not ginger, white boy Malcolm X, so you couldn't care less. But for you queens out there, you reformed high school teachers out there, apparently... 
Sebastian Stan's man meat, it's going to be covered by a prosthetic. So fake man meat. This fake man meat, though, apparently, it has a speaking part in this show, Pam and Tommy. And I can totally believe, folks, that Tommy Lee's penis talks. Kind of like Pete Davidson's big dick energy. I bet that's pretty chatty as well. Pete, Pete, do you really want to keep banging Kim Kardashian? Uh, I think so, yeah. Don't you think her hoo-hoo is a bit used up? Uh, maybe. I guess I could always bang Miley Cyrus. Do you think her hoo-hoo is any better? Nah, probably worse. I bet Miley Cyrus's hoo-hoo is as used as Ronan Rubenstein's sphincter as he gets banged by half of L.A. Yeah, you're probably right. So all you perverts out there, you queens, and you know who you are, hoping and praying, praying and hoping to see some celebrity man meat, not that we're judging here on the Millifrost podcast, you have fun with that. From the New York Post, cool customers, top must-watch American competitors at 2022 Winter Olympics. And I guess the Winter Olympics over there in China, watch out for that virus, folks. That is going on right about now. But they got a list here in the New York Post of seven different U.S. Olympians that we should be keeping an eye on. And I have to admit, folks, I know like two names on this list. Chloe Kim, she's a snowboarder. Michaela Schifron, alpine skiing. John Schuster, he's a curler. Aaron Jackson, speed skating. Hillary Knight, women's hockey. Those five, never heard of them. We've heard of Sean White, another snowboarder. Of course, White Boy Malcolm X has. Sean is ginger, and White Boy Malcolm X, he likes to keep up with his gingers. He's got to be, how old is he, White Boy Malcolm X? Does your ginger encyclopedia know how old Sean White is? Mid-30s, and he's still at the Olympics snowboarding. Good for him. Go get yourself another gold, Sean. And the last one on here is Nathan Chen in figure skating. That's the poor kid who got in trouble for calling skating a homosexual-dominated sport. Now, I, of course, came to his defense because, let's face it, folks, figure skating, that is a homosexual-dominated sport. That kid got in trouble for stating the obvious. And I used as an example at the time, retail. Retail is a homosexual-dominated occupation. Yes, you've got women in there too, but most of the men, the vast majority of men working retail, they are queens. And I worked retail many, many, many years ago. But when I was there, folks, working retail on the sales floor, I was not standing around, looking around going, man, I cannot believe I'm the only homosexual working in this store. That did not happen. Trust me on that. So you seven out there, well, I would say break a leg. 
But that is probably not appropriate to say. So good luck. Bring home the gold. From Fox News, Timothy Leduc or Leduc, capital L-E, capital D-U-C. So Timothy, I apologize if I'm butchering your last name, but it's either Leduc or Leduc. We'll go with Leduc. So Timothy Leduc to become first openly non-binary U.S. Winter Games athlete. And I read the article, folks, and I couldn't find Zier or Faye or whatever. So I think Timothy here, he has generic they-them pronouns. And this is what Timothy had to say about that. It's been a really long journey for me embracing my gender. I've had some amazing people in my life help me through that journey. I bet you have. Now, I hate to be rude. I really do, folks. And this may be a really dumb question. But how can Timothy Leduc, or Leduc, however you say it, how can he embrace his gender if he's non-binary? It doesn't look like he's embracing anything but ambiguity. Not me. I wholeheartedly embrace both my gender and my sexual orientation. I am a man. I am a big old queen. In fact, as I've said many times on this podcast, I thank God every single day that I am gay. But if you're non-binary, you're not a man, you're not a woman, you're just kind of floating in between. Unless you're Demi Lovato, and then you're just cycling through every option out there just for the attention. So I don't know how he can embrace a gender if he doesn't, at least according to him, actually have a gender. This whole gender thing, this is a millennial, Gen Z, mass hysteria thing going on. A bunch of unhappy, rudderless kids with frail egos who have to feel super special and unique. And so they all just copy each other with their super special pain-in-the-ass gender identity and their super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns. And here's another one in a long, 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 long line of kids who think they have finally found their true selves. Well, I guess good for him. And just as a random thought, what are these people going to do when they get older? Now, I'm 52, folks. I am not only a big old queen, I am an old queen, at least in the gay community. After 40, unless you got this daddy thing going on, you're pretty much dead. But are these people really going to go into their 50s and 60s and 70s running around, oh, my pronouns are these, there's that. Like anyone in the nursing home is going to put up with that. Oh, they are? No extra pudding, solitary confinement. Go zeer yourself all day in there. From Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, Karen Egerton gives thirsty fans an eyeful in just a towel. So I guess Taryn Egerton, he went on to Instagram wearing only a towel and he was dancing 
in that towel to the Bee Gees song, More Than a Woman. That also found its way onto Twitter, and everyone, of course, was having a bit of a meltdown over that, which I believe is what they call a thirst trap. So White Boy Malcolm X, I hate to ask this, I really do, but do we have another one playing a hearty game of closet peekaboo? And that's rhetorical, sir, so just sit there and look pretty. I mean, you got Harry Styles out there sashaying around in his dresses. You got AJKJ Appa, that strapping stud of a ginger. He's got his alter ego, Fifi. You got Tom Holland out there, song and dance man, Tom Holland. And now this one. He's the one who did gay for pay, playing Elton John in Rocket Man. Although, oddly enough, no one complained about that. At least not that I heard. Michael Urie, Billy Eichner, all those other queens that want to kill off the gay-for-pay business model. I didn't hear any of them throwing a hissy fit over Taron Egerton playing Elton John. At least he's not gyrating to Abba's dancing queen. That, I think, would be it. Kind of like AJKJ Appa, his handle on Instagram or TikTok for Fifi, his drag alter ego. That's at Fifi's queen, which tells us, I think, everything we need to know about what's going on there. And as a random aside, Taryn Egerton and Tom Holland, they both, to me, they kind of look like tiny little pocket gays. Too short, maybe possibly queens. Those two together, they could be the Pete and Justin Buttigieg of Hollywood. But anyway, back to Taron and his towel. What straight man puts on a towel and records himself dancing to a BG song? None. Although, now that I think about it, I don't know. Kids these days, bunch of pajama eunuchs. In my day, a real man would never think to do something like that. But these days, kids these days, I guess it's the edgy and cool thing to do. Get them some extra attention. So we gave him some, so time to move on. And our last story, folks, is from LGBTQ Nation. Those girls over at LGBTQ Nation. Gay Republicans accuse Buttigieg of wet dreams of gender-fluid, indoctrinated, and groomed children. So in Florida, there is a proposed don't-say-gay law. And the bill, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, would forbid teachers from discussing sexual orientation or gender identity in primary school classrooms or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. And so Chastin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Indiana, he went on to woke CNN, and he said, you're essentially pushing kids back into the closet. You're saying we can't even talk about your families. 
Now, I give Floridians a lot of grief. And I may fall out of my own chair after this comes out of my mouth. But under DeSantis, Florida has become, maybe possibly, an island of sanity. Florida. In my day, and again, folks, I am a queen. I am an old queen at 52. But in my day, nobody taught me in the third grade about being a future big old queen. That's when I learned my multiplication tables. And yes, folks, I do know that math is racist. But remember, I grew up in South Carolina. This indoctrination of kids, and that's what it is, is out of control. You know, it's one thing to talk to high school students about sex, maybe sexual orientation. Not that they need it. They got all that stuff down by junior high. But it's something completely different to want to teach sexual orientation or gender identity in elementary school. Like any of these kids even know what sex is or even thinks about it without prompting. But this is what you get being taught in schools these days. And there was a Daily Wire headline, 77% of students at one Baltimore high school read at elementary kindergarten level. So three in four students at this one Baltimore high school can barely read. Now I'm sure they can tell you all about all the different gender identities out there, all the super special, pain-in-the-ass pronouns out there. They can tell you all about that kind of crap, but they can barely read. And so Florida, not wanting this stuff taught in schools, at least kept out of the elementary schools, they are being trashed six ways to Sunday for trying to inject some common sense into how this stuff is taught, if at all. And folks, I can't tell you how many people in our tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe, managed to come out just fine without any education in the public school systems telling us how to be, well, in my case, white boy Malcolm X's case, how to be big old queens. We just kind of figured it out on our own. I didn't need Mrs. Smith or Mr. Whatever teaching us how to be a big old queen. And God help us, white boy Malcolm X, if Tustin Buttigieg, that low-rent queen from Indiana, if he wants to come onto this podcast to defend his position. So on that note, since I cannot talk, that low-rent queen from Indiana Justin Buttigieg, nor would I ever want to, trust me on that one, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.